Welcome to the HMO Success Podcast. My name's Wendy, and this podcast will help you invest in houses of multiple occupation. Good afternoon, HMOers. I hope you are all keeping very well today. So today's video is all about the best places to invest in the UK. Um, really interesting data that's coming through. Um, and I also wanted to talk to you about best places to invest in HMOs as well, because buy to let is not the same as HMOs. So um, if you, uh, so, by the way, I'm using my PC here to refer to some of the data that I've collected. So um, just uh, if I kind of look to my left, that's what I'm doing. So if you subscribe to Property Investor today, and I'll put the link in below the video, um, there it's a really good daily website. It's a daily update that comes into your email box. Um, there's letting agent today, estate agent today, landlord today, and property investor today. And they always have brand new news about what's going on in the property market. So that is a great newsletter. And I know a lot of people do lives and they do you know updates, but this is where they get their information from. This is where it comes from. This is the source material. So if you want to get the actual source material, then I'll put the link below and you can subscribe to that newsletter. And I get it every day because I think it's really, really interesting. And today they are talking about the most profitable city for buy-to-lets and uh, really interesting. Uh, so this is research done by CIA Landlord, which I think is an insurance company. And they say that Salford is the most profitable for buy-to-lets, followed by Manchester and Leeds. And this is due to the, the relationship between rental yields and the price at which you would buy the property. Those are deemed to be the best areas for buy-to-let. Now, that's great, but what if you're investing in HMOs? Are those the same areas that are going to work for HMOs? So I wanted to dig a little bit deeper into the statistics and look a little bit beyond the headline and say, OK, which of those areas are good for HMOs? Now, when it comes to HMOs, of course, we don't just look at the headline yield. What we should be looking at is room rental, demand for rooms and availability of other um, resources, uh, other other facilities, uh, transport, for example, and uh, good employment. This is going to be even more important, of course, with COVID. Now, interestingly, in the very same newsletter that I received today, there's other research that shows that more uh, more people are looking to move from single buy-to-let accommodation into shared housing, which is really good news for our sector. So I think this is very positive news, um, which shows that people are realising that there are lots of benefits to living in a, in a shared property. But if we're looking at the area, we need to look at those other stats. So I've also been looking at the uh, spare room uh, rental index. Now, at the moment, we only have quarter two data. Quarter two data came out um, just a few weeks ago, and we're still waiting for quarter three data. Um, quarter two data shows very interestingly that rents are down 2% across the UK in room rentals. So that is everywhere. It's not just London. London has had the biggest drop, but across the whole of the UK, rents are down. So um, this, is, this is really, really interesting figures. Um, rents are stable. What they're reporting is that rents are stable, uh, except in London. So London is the area where you should be really careful if you're investing um, in HMOs. And interestingly, Northern Ireland has had the biggest increase in rental income since 2019, uh, up 8%. 
So what are the uh, the biggest increases, if you like, in, uh, in room rentals? Well, number one is Belfast, followed by Portsmouth and then Slough. Now, that's really valuable knowledge because while buy-to-let, the buy-to-let market has seen increases in certain areas, Salford, Manchester, Leeds, etc., big conurbations, big cities, and there's still high demand in those areas, what Spare Room is saying on an HMO basis is that there are other areas which are actually doing even better in terms of demand for rooms. So I think this is this is really vital that we as HMO investors, maybe if you're doing rent to rent or uh, you might even be doing a, a variety of different types of HMO investing, need to recognise that you've got to get the insider knowledge, the, the education and the data on this stuff is really valuable when you're choosing uh, whether your area is going to work for HMOs. So we're seeing in some of the bigger areas, bigger cities, tenants are actually moving out of these cities. Now, this would follow a trend in what we're seeing, of course, across the whole of the property market in the UK, that with coronavirus, people are starting to move to quieter, more rural areas. They want access to the outdoors. They want access to a garden. They want access to uh, open parks and facilities that give them access to nature and the open air. And I don't blame them. Absolutely. In this time, why would you want to live in a, a city centre HMO where probably there's a lot of facilities that have closed down? And in fact, Knight Frank did a survey recently and looked at the they, they asked a lot of questions. I think it was about 3000 home movers that they, they spoke to and they asked what was the biggest facility or the biggest reason why they would move home. The top one was access to outside space. Number two was access to health facilities. So access to health facilities is becoming much more on people's agenda in terms of where they're moving to. Again, something to consider when you buy or find your next HMO. How close is it to a doctor's surgery? How close is it to hospital? Now, at the moment, I'm getting quite a few questions coming through, so I will attempt to answer your questions. Um, uh, a question from Amber, how do I find out about the competition? Is there any more than going on to spare room and doing viewings? Um, yeah, OK, so I'll, I'll come to that in a moment, Amber. So let me just go through some more of these statistics in terms of where is a good place to, to buy? What are the best areas to buy for uh, HMOs? Now, interestingly, although London has seen room rents come down, there's been a, there's been a drop in room rents and also, there has been a drop in house prices. This is, I think, going to wash through over the next six to nine months. And I think what we're going to start to see is as house prices come down, of course, those yields are going to start to go up in terms of uh, the rental. So there's going to be an landlords getting out of that market. We know that's happening already. Um, but it's really interesting that in, in one year, rents are down by 7% in London. Now, if capital values follow suit, then actually in terms of the return, it's going to be identical to what it has been uh, the previous year. But of course, if, if uh, capital values go down significantly more than that, then London could actually prove still to be a good investing area, particularly because there's still high demand in London. Um, now, other areas that I think warrant consideration, if we look at the uh, city by city index on spare room. So uh, here I'm looking particularly at Manchester, Leeds and also Salford. So those were deemed to be the top buy to let hotspots. But what do we find in terms of room rents? So I'm just flicking through the list now. And in terms of Manchester, 
the room rents are up 1% in a year. They're up, they're up 1%. So really no change at all in Manchester. Um, in Salford, we're seeing the room rents are up by 6%. So Salford is, is, a, is a good area, although I know they've got Article 4 there. So that's something to, to beware of. And that, of course, could be why the rents are up, because fewer people are buying and developing in Salford because of the Article 4 restrictions, which means that the rooms are there, have added value. They have got an additional value to them because they're in an area of Article 4. There's, so there's fewer rooms, there's fewer competition. Uh, and then the other one I wanted to look at, of course, was Leeds. Let's look and see what the price is in Leeds. Leeds is up by 4%. So I'm not sure if Leeds has got Article 4. I, I would have thought so with a big city like Leeds. I think it probably does have Article 4 um, in, in, in the city centre. Now, of course, for spare room, they don't just look at the professional tenant. And for many of these figures, of course, we, there's a lag effect. So what we're seeing is, is, is the, the, the lag effect, A, of coronavirus, but B, we haven't yet seen the lag effect of students. And one of my concerns is we know that student numbers are drastically down this year. We also know that student, and this is due to, mostly because students from abroad have not come to the UK. So what's happened is that the, uh, the UK university sector has opened up places for UK students. So for the time being, it looks like the student market is, is, is reasonable. But the UK international student market is massive. And if we start to see drops, we'll see in some of these bigger cities like Manchester and Leeds uh, a drop in demand. And therefore, we're going to see a lot more voids in those areas. So while Manchester might be great for buy to let, uh, I think we've got to keep an eye on it when it comes to uh, looking at HMO rooms. Now, the other um, piece of news that I wanted or the or sort of piece of analysis that I wanted to bring to your attention um, is another uh, property um, investor who's done some research on this and looked at affordable cities for tenants. This is HMO tenants and um, Sheffield, Nottingham, Liverpool and Hull come out as being the most affordable areas for uh, for tenants in those areas. Uh, obviously, London, Cambridge, we'd expect these are these are much less affordable for for tenants. And yet we've also seen um, in terms of value for money, Glasgow, Liverpool and Leeds also rank very, very highly on that list. So when you're looking at an area to invest in for HMO, not only do you have to look at the price of the property, you've got to look at what the rental returns are spare room is a good source of that information but the other thing is to look at right move and to look at zoopla and to look at other areas where people are, are advertising their rooms and this is really key that you do this financial um, computation because what you need to be looking at is your return on capital employed your return on investment that's the key metric that any hmo landlord needs to look at Part of that is not just what the, the theoretical return might be, but also what is the demand, because that will show to you how much likely uh, business you're going to get and how many voids you will have. So you've got to look at the voids, you've got to look at the price of buying the property in the area and the, the, the price of the rooms in, in your market. So in terms of an area, I think those clearly are some of the top areas. We're looking at Sheffield, Nottingham, Liverpool and Hull, um, Leeds, Glasgow and Liverpool again. Um, London is an area to keep our eye on. Um, there are some other areas which um, 
In terms of the highest supply of rooms, this is again another very interesting fact. Manchester, Coventry, Birmingham and Bristol have the highest supply of rooms available on the market. So if you're investing in those areas, you might find competition is fierce because there's huge amounts of rooms available in those areas. Two pieces of advice I would give is number one, find one of those big conurbations, those big areas and invest in between two of them. So, for example, Manchester and Liverpool, a good area in between is Warrington. Um, if you're investing, for example, uh, maybe in the in, in, in further north of the country, anywhere between Leeds and Sheffield. So areas which are smaller, which are less urban, areas which have more access to outside space, but still access to good uh, health facilities. I think these are going to be the areas that are going to see the most growth and you will get your best return on investment and best yield in those areas. So I'd be really interested to know where you are investing. What's your area looking like? Are you having plenty of demand for rooms at the moment or are your rooms uh, you, you know, in competition with many other people? What's going on in your area? Be really, really interested to know uh, where you're investing and what you're finding your local areas are doing. So let me just um, cover some of the questions. Uh, how do I monitor how many international students will be coming over? Um, so Amber, that's a really difficult question to answer. Um, the university's uh, uh, system, UCAS, does give that information, but only six months to a year after it's happening. So what we've got to do is kind of look at the stats on that. I would suggest you probably Google it. Google is your best friend when it comes to research on property. Um, you will find there's lots and lots of information out there. If you're concerned about student numbers in your area, phone up the admissions team at your local university and find out what's happening on the ground. The admissions team know data absolutely live and you can you can ask them what admissions rates they're having from UK students and international students which of the courses are filling up, which of the courses still have vacancies, because even now um, in uh, you know the end of September, some of those courses will not yet be full. So if you're concerned about students, I'd phone your local university and find out uh, direct from them. Um, Amber, you also say Liverpool is very good for demand. Um, uh, Peter says, yeah, Leeds is under Article 4. Thank you, Peter, that's useful to know. I wasn't, I wasn't sure about that. And... Um, Competition, uh, Amber, it's very hard to find out about local competition. Obviously, you can look at sites like Spare Room and, and, and Right Move. Uh, open Rent is another one because that's a direct from the landlord to the tenant. So if that's a landlord who's advertising their room, you'll be able to see it on there. Um, it's very, very hard to assess full market competition. We don't have the data on that. However, what you can get from Spare Room is uh, you can look and see how many rooms are uh, void. So it's really easy to see how many rooms are available in your area, uh, in any one market, uh, in any one sort of marketplace. Uh, if you go on map view on Spare Room, that will show you exactly how many rooms are available in a geographic location. So I hope that helps you if you're starting to think about where you should invest in HMOs, where are those hotspots today and why. And um, I will put some links below the live video so you yourself can sign up to some of these alerts, keep yourself educated, find out what's going on in your local area, stay ahead of the curve and rent your rooms out. You can do it because you're being educated and you're in this group to make money from HMOs. I look forward to speaking to you very soon. Thank you for listening to the HMO Success Podcast. 
If you'd like to know more about how you can create a profitable HMO business, please visit our website, hmosuccess.co.uk, to find out more. We have plenty of free tools and information for you there, and also on our Facebook group, The Ultimate HMO Success System. We look forward to connecting with you very soon. Thanks for listening.